We're back to the Triple MCG. Welcome, Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yes, hello around the country. Good to spend another couple of hours with you here. Uh, it is, of course... Second Test Eve. Mm. There's nothing quite like Second Test Eve. Hey, Dos, um, at this time for you, when you're playing, would you have gone through any rituals? Would tonight be something special? Would you have already, for example, sat cross-legged on the pitch like you tended to do, getting at one with the turf? Definitely. Definitely really? would have been very zen-like. It would have been sitting there. Yeah. McGrath would have been commenting about it. the only reason why I do that is to get every major sponsor of mine actually into <laughs> some sort of photo in the papers. <laughs> <laughs> what a absolute goose. <laughs> no, it was great. It was, I mean, Adelaide in particular, you know, really good restaurant culture down there. Yep. Great grape juices, what we've established. Yes. Beautiful venue, fantastic place to play cricket. So, new yeah, you're pretty excited. Yeah. yeah. Brand new stadium. But still has got also that hill, which is magic. Mm. Magic having a hill at a cricket ground. I've been and trying to look at on the pictures. Is, are there any of the red roofs still there, or is it all, you know, newfangled stands? So it's got that one big... Um, area that's N- vacant in front yeah. of uh, in front of the score box there, which yeah. which gives it a glimpse over to the old cathedral as well. Yeah. So uh, no, it's been old special. Yeah. As well. Do you, uh, Boz? Did you have any superstitions or you know rituals the night before you were playing or no, superstitions? Not really. In the dressing room? Not really. No, we used to always on away trips. I guess play cards. That was about it. Um, really. Um, Five hundred. Yeah. No, 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 poker. Oh. Poker. What, for real money or chips? Oh, real money, buddy. Mate, they're loaded. They're <laughs> definitely having a coin on. <laughs> That's right. There were limits. There were limits. There were limits. It's like going to the high rollers room at uh, Crown uh, Casino. And that's it, really. That's all. We always done the same same warm-up, I guess. Um, but, but that was it, really. Superstitions for you, Hados? Plenty. Really? Uh, uh, yeah. Give me a couple. Well, I might sprinkle them through the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, always used to chew three pieces of chewing gum. Um, to get the jaws warmed up, bit of nervous energy. Yeah. Always used to step over the pitch with my right foot first. Wow. Um, always used to squat down in that kind of yoga position mm-hmm. um, and get a bit of a level eye view on the on the wicket block. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was a bit of a nutcase for sure. I love all that. And I if you didn't that. do any of those suspicions, Hados, would, would it sort of well, throw yeah, you a bit? That's a good question, Boz. Mm. The answer is no. It wasn't really necessarily a superstition as such. It... it if it didn't happen, it wouldn't freak me out. It gotcha. would just make me feel comfortable if I did that. What about this? We ha- I had a teammate once. He, he'll remain, uh, he was at Aston Villa, but he'll remain unnamed. He got that nervous before mm. games and especially at half time. Mm-hmm. He would actually throw up. Yeah. yeah. Neil so McKenzie so had, was a... F- yeah. yeah. Well, I've been in the bathroom for most of the last half hour. Like, so Brian Little was the manager <laughs> at the oh, time. Yeah, he so he'd looked be stressed like, you know, he, He'd be having a go at us at half time, just say, for example, if we were losing or something. The next minute, he's going, yeah, do this. And in the background, you hear... <laughs> <laughs> this is a KFC Summer Session. Hope you're enjoying your KFC. Uh, the KFC Summer Session. It's KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden and Tony Squires with you for KFC Sweet Sesame Crunch. Haven't tried the Sweet Sesame Crunch, but that's now number one on my to-do list. Crunch. Yeah. You, yep. haven't, you haven't tried being in the, uh, the studios more than two days in a row either. But uh, should uh, we uh, be offended, Bozza? What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I just saw your tweet, Hados, but we just got a tweet. Mm-hmm. Including you, Tony. I know you don't like to look at it, but right. from a guy called Luke who lives in WA. And do you want to read out that tweet? What he just put? Uh, I, no, I just that was the original one from me. Join me, you, Hados. Okay. For the uh, summer session. Yeah, nice to see one day wonder Squires is back. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah, thanks, mate, for joining us. You know, it's a real pleasure to have you back. Yeah. We did miss you, buddy. It yeah. was bizarre. It was bizarre. To so start. I just tweeted the guy back, and yes. everyone's got it. We have to hear your excuse. So I well, think I all the an... listeners have to have an excuse. It wasn't really an excuse. I mean, I have, for all year, have yes. hosted Backpage on yes. Tuesday night. I did it with you last night. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what a preparer I am as Yeah, host, very true. Dan Ganane backed you up yesterday as the host. You've got a lot to do. A lot of tippity-tap on the typewriter for those hilarious gags I was coming up with. So I had to do a bit of that. So I was, before the show even came into existence, I said, yeah, yeah very keen, very keen, but I'll be there on the Monday, won't mm. be there on the Tuesday, that you'll be, I'll be back yeah. on Wednesday. So he basically on. chose another lover. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, uh, 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 we're well, number one ranking show on Foxtel last night. Gee. Well, yeah. no, no. Well, no, what I chose, this is really my affair. Mm. Uh, the the wife was the back page at the time. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm cheating so as now, we speak. Well, we've only got one more back page to do, so now we're going to take over, aren't we? Correct. Yeah, there we go. I'll tell you who else had an affair is uh, Andrew Simons up in Darwin. Mm. An affair with fishing, that is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you remember... Got uh, in a way of his real job, did it? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. He got the right formula. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was watching uh, the TV. I'm, I'm sure Ricky Ponty and, and myself were playing. It was against the uh, Bangers. Yeah. And uh, that's one day series up there, which was a serious affair, obviously. Yeah. That'd be the but, Bangl- uh, Bangladeshi side rather yes, than the right, group yeah. of sausages. What is it? Bangers. That's it. Okay. Yeah, bangers. Yeah. The Bangers <laughs> and Mash. Yep. Anyway, Simo's clocked off, found an excuse to go fishing. And um, I'm watching him as the, the media is just all over him like a cheap suit at the airport. <laughs> And uh, a text comes through, and my kids are looking baffled around the breakfast table mm. about why Andrew's actually not playing for Australia. Text comes through with Simo holding up this massive barramundi. <laughs> and the text down the bottom of it says, I don't know what it, all the fuss is about, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember. That might have been in 2008. Oh, I think when I first come back to it. the country, and we, we played, <laughs> I was playing for Central Coast Mariners, and we played Brisbane Raw. And we got to Brisbane Airport, and there was these massive media, and that's what they said it was because of Andrew Simons. Were yeah. you ever, because I know, Boz, I'm going to mm. say it here, you were mentioned in, in uh, Sir Alex Ferguson's yeah. book uh, yeah. and talked about uh, what a low professional you allegedly were. Yes. Mm. So, <laughs> in, in, in your career... Well, he claims that I come late that first day. Exactly. Yeah, which exactly. was wrong. Wrong? Yeah, it was wrong. It's a complete lie, and he should know that, because I was, like, was supposed to be in, I think it was 2 o'clock the meeting was downstairs, and I actually got in at 10 put my bag there. Four hours early. Yeah, to make sure I wasn't there. (laughs) So, um, and then I, then I went off and had some lunch and came back and I was actually walking downstairs with him. So I might have got into the meeting that we had downstairs, but it was, he's the one who called me up to say, I think you're a couple of kilos overweight. Right. Yeah. So, but, um, generally in professional, well, in professional football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, um, the three clubs that I was at, if you were ill, and you ring up, say you'd always ring up the physio because I have a doctor there at the club. They'd turn around and say, "Well, okay, look, listen, if you're good enough, please come in. Yep. If not, we'll be around your house in an hour to see how you, what you like." So it's so amazing how sketchy things can get, though, Bozza, when it comes to those kind of rules. Like, who do you dial and the yeah. grey? And, so you've got to assume that they're all talking to each other, which is not yeah. necessarily the case. I'd get one of my wives, I don't know which one, to ring up and say, "Look, I'm really, really ill," and I say, "Well, put him on." So I can't talk, but they'd be around in an hour to have a look at you. One of my around. wives. All right. Well, look, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. You make uh, the idea of starting a job, uh, working at it for one day, and having the next day off. Uh, there must be people out there who have done that. Maybe you throw mm, the sicky, or loads, maybe you know yeah. what? I didn't like don't like this job as much. As <laughs> on nerves too. Well, we talked about before with nerves day. about people throwing up and so forth before big games. Mm. Well, for somebody starting a new job, they would have a lot of nerves, and there are some people. I mean. I, again, another unnamed player. Every time he came back to preseason training, because he was so nervous facing everyone, he would get drunk. So the first, the first <laughs> morning, bad serious. Wow. He was that nervous. He had that much insecurity. Great player, great, great player. But he had that much insecurity and so nervous. 
that when you come in for the first day of pre-season, so normally we'd have four weeks away from each other, he mm. couldn't face anyone unless he was a little bit tipsy. Perhaps so Bozza, he had a problem with the alcohol, which made him nervous. Uh, quite went possibly. went the other way around. Yeah, quite possibly. Right, but it was how, actually, soon, uh, how soon after you've started work, after you've started a new job, have you taken a day off? I don't think anybody can beat me, obviously. Mine mm. was one day yeah. and gone. But you were working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. How soon after you've start taken, uh, got the job have you taken a day off? One triple three five three is a number on the KFC Summer Session. Give us a call. The KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden, Tony Squires with you. Uh, it is day three. I had a corker of a show on day one. Missed day two completely. Uh, that's where we're at. How long did it take you after starting your job before you took your first day off? Carl has called one triple three five three. G'day, Carl. G'day, fellas. How are you going? Yeah, good. What happened? Well, I went for a day and for probably about a month before I actually started, and I told them um, previously that I had a holiday planned. Mm-hmm. It ended up I was there for five days and then went for a ten-day holiday. Mm. <laughs> was that a permanent holiday, Carl, or? Oh, it, was, it was an awesome holiday, but um, no, with the day I started, and they're like, um, denied, and oh, yeah, that's right, I remember now. Oh, okay, yeah, no worries, yeah, we'll, we'll see you when you get back. And did you get a, uh, did you complain that you didn't get holiday pay when you opened your first pay packet there? Uh, I couldn't be that shaky. Couldn't be? All right, five days on, ten days into the holiday. Uh, Nick, what happened for you? Uh, well, to me, it was my wife, um, first day. Didn't make it in. Uh, <laughs> Why, Nick? The, she uh, dropped my son down at school. It was his third day of prep, yeah. and the dreaded monkey bars got him. He fell off and broke his arm. So, oh. mm. uh, brand new store down here in Melbourne that opened up, and yeah, unfortunately, I had to ring in and say can't make it. I can understand valid that excuse. One. Yeah, yeah valid that, excuse. That is valid. You'd have to be nasty if you're the employer and you're complaining about that. Thanks, Nick. What about yeah. you, uh, Tom? Tony, is it? Yeah, Tony. Um, well, I was on my way to work on my very first day and I ended up in a car accident and then got the next two days off with workers' compensation before I even started. Oh, <laughs> I get a valid excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Valid. Are you okay now? Yeah, yeah, it was just whiplash, but it was enough to uh, put me off for a couple of days. Just to let everyone know, I'm writing down these excuses. Future. <laughs> these are belters. Well, whiplash, workers' cop. Yeah. Workers' cop is terrific before you've actually set well the kids, foot the, into the office. The kids' one's an option for me. What do you mean you're yeah. going to break your kid's arm? No. How is that an option for you? Yeah. The kid's not feeling well, you know, that old one. You know. <sighs> Tony, thank you so much. This is yeah. the KFC Summer Session. <laughs> Funny to come. You listen to us right around Australia. The KFC Summer Session. In a KFC Summer Session exclusive, Mark Bosnick. Reads Kanye West's. Yo, what's up? This is Kanye. Most arrogant quotes. I'm going down as a legend. Whether you like me or not, I am the new Jim Morrison. I am the new Kurt Cobain. This is Mark Bosnich. The KFC Summer Session. Gentlemen, I'm not sure if you saw the story today or at all concerned. I know yes. you've, uh, you've got mm. kids. In the, the Telegraph, yeah, it? well, a variety of newspapers around the country carrying the story about how lowly Australia ranks in terms of education for our kids mm. at the moment. It there really a, surprises me, that. Does it really? It does, yeah, because I, even when you look back at your um, early uh, years at school, uh. how little homework you actually got as mm. opposed to what my kids do now. Yep. It just seems like they're working, you know, at least an hour, hour and a half. All, all I was interested in doing is going playing in the backyard or with yeah, the animals same. or going hunting or whatever. So 
it's really, I mean, t- I just, it shocks me. Well, this, actually. yeah, it says here teenagers' reading and math skills have fallen so far in a decade that nearly half lack basic math skills. Mm. A third are practically illiterate. Rowdy classrooms and bullying are more common in Australia than overseas. The average 15-year-old student from Shanghai is nearly two years ahead in science and 18 months ahead in maths than a typical Australian teen. Uh, reading results showed Australian students were illiterate in a practical sense. Uh, they don't necessarily have the skills that they need to participate fully in adult life. Uh, Australian Christopher Pine, the Education Minister, says these results are the worst for Australia since testing began. So they just rolled out a national national curriculum, didn't they? So mm. everyone could get up to the same speed because it's also about development as well. Like yeah. People develop at different speeds. Different speeds, that's right. And I can assume that that would be more of a cultural and genetic thing as well. Mm. So whereas our kids, if you were to test things, for example, you know, like their skill sets from a sporting sense then maybe they would be actually a lot more on top of uh, that particular thing than other cultures around the world. Well, although it says that, you know, even compared with ourselves, they're lower rates than they have ever been. So we're, in fact, going backwards, according to this study. Not hungry enough. Not hungry enough for success, Boz? Is that the answer? As simple as that? Life's too easy. Life's too easy. Yeah, for the vast majority. I don't think it means uh, that much. I, if I'll, you I'll see go for same... a little walk around most suburbs of most cities in this country, you're not going to see people going, gee, life's so easy, it's no struggle a at all. beautiful country. Of course um, it's a beautiful Lovely country. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think, look, and especially with the all the nations that is uh, after communism that sort of came out and so forth, and, and I think that the access to information for, as well for all these kids... I think they're just caught up, and in a lot of cases, as you just said, is overtaken. Four out of ten Australian students mm. flunked the national baseline level for mathematical literacy. At least one in three Aussie students fell below the national baseline level for reading and science. It, I mean, the, the figures are, are, are pretty poor. I, I mean, I, you I say... what it compares, you know, when you're talking about it's the worst since testing began, so mm-hmm. in, in terms of comparison to our own test, yeah. I wonder how we compare with how much money we're putting into the education than we did, say, 10, 15 years ago. That would be interesting as well. No, no, we've obviously increased funding. That's uh, what I mean. At the look. same time, Christopher Pine says that uh, these results had declined despite a 44% increase in oh, education look, look, spending hey, over the last decade. And, Haydos, you said that they do two to three times more homework than you did at the same age when you were growing up. Well, I can't remember in grade two, Josh, our middle boy, mm. um, is it a situation where he gets a lot of homework mm-hmm. and I cannot remember doing homework at that age. I really can't. I mean, grade two, honestly. Mm. I mean, I'm not necessarily whinging about the amount of homework that he's got. He, he seems two, to quite actually mm. enjoy grade it. Two, grade two, primary school. Grade two, just all over it, homework. And he's a really smart little boy as well. Loves the loves doing anything scholastic. How do you go when you help him with his homework, Hados? Uh, depends. If it's anything mathematical, I struggle a bit. Yeah, okay. Algebra, obviously, he's not at that stage yet, but when My it gets to that stage, I'm out, Jerry. All right, well, let's see. Uh, what we thought we might do just to see how the education standards are in, oh, in no. this very room. <laughs> Tell me you're not going to give us a quiz. We're going into the schoolroom. Oh. Yes! No. Yeah, so it's a very, a very, very simple <laughs> quiz. I've got three questions. Uh, oh, you've got the questions. For you. Yeah. What am I going to start a segment like this and not have the questions? I have three questions for uh, for Hados. So I'm going to have three questions for you, Boz. Yes, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Now these oh. this is quite these literally have just come out of uh, year six. Okay. The curriculum. Primary school. Year six. These are genuine questions, right? Uh, Matthew Hayden. Yes. Uh, you sitting up, paying attention? Trying to. Okay. Don't look the next boy's paper. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to give you a, your maths one first. Yep. What's seven times eight? Seven eight to fifty six. Well done. <laughs> Spell consciousness. 
consciousness, C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-S. Oh, consciousness. Yes, consciousness. Where did I get to there? C-S-I-E-N, consciousness, N-E-S-S. What? The middle bit was rubbish. Conscious, conscious, C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-N-E-S. S. Correct. Well done. We yes. got there eventually. Eventually, most of us were unconscious by the time we got hey, get there. Get off Geography. Google too, buddy. Get yeah. off Google. Look at him. He's, he's lining up something there to he just see his questions. <laughs> Question number two. Write down how you spelled it. So you're right. This is geography. Okay. Yeah. A landform surrounded by water on three sides is called A island, B bay, C continent, D peninsula. Peninsula. Correct. Yes. Matthew Hayden. You. Three out of three. Mark Pressure's Rogers. on, boys. Yes. Here we go. You have three to beat. Okay. Maths. Yes, Laura buddy. has a lunch break from 11.50am to 1.20pm. How long is Laura's lunch break? From when? Oh, 11.50am to 1.20pm. Uh, her lunch break is... 11.50? That's 10 minutes now. <laughs> it's very oh, early. I know she's going to lunch. What's her, when is she finished? <laughs> It's a quite a long lunch. Yeah, one, what is it? I've given you 11, two numbers. 11.50. To 1.20. Oh, 20. All right, an hour Three strikes, you're out. No, it is yeah. an hour. Oh, good boy. Roughly the same time it took you to answer that question. <laughs> spell it encyclopedia. Okay. No, no, don't write it down. Just spell it. E-N-C-Y-C-L-O-P-E-D-I-A. Mm. So close. You missed the A after the P. Very good effort, there though. Go. In geography, what fi- A after the fill P? in oh, what A after the P. E-N-C-Y-C-L-O-P-E-D-I-A. P-A-E-D-I-A. All right, geography. Oh, hey, oh, that's in a, I mean, I'm talking about the the rest of the world spell it like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's they're so far ahead of us. Right. And superfluous A's. Go. Geography, <laughs> fill in the blank. Yeah. The blank divides the earth into eastern and western hemisphere. Uh, oh, eastern and western. Okay. <laughs> you want oh, some I was going to say the equator, <laughs> but that's northern and southern. <laughs> so, the blank. Yeah. Uh, the uh, international dateline. The prime meridian. Uh, Matthew oh! Hayden, you are the Congratulations. <laughs> Thank goodness. It's the KFC oh. Summer Session with a stray A. There you go. <laughs> the KFC Summer Session. KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden, Tony Squires with you. Mark Bosnich still is going through his phone now. He's well, arguing the time. I checked Encyclopedia. I'm right. You're not right. I am. Spelling. For those who have just joined us, we had, did have a little uh, test for the two uh, gentlemen. Everyone who's listening. Yeah, they spell Encyclopedia. Go and, no, go and have a look up Encyclopedia and come back to me and tell me if I'm right or not. Everyone who's listening, just stay where you are. <laughs> Basically, get your Bosnich. phone in your left hand. The judge's decision is final, Mr. Bosnich. And, yeah. uh, sir, yes, sir. Yeah. I will accept it. But look at his You're prime incorrect. meridian, which is great. I didn't get Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. It's spelt like the Bozos. <laughs> <laughs> just let it go, Boz. Yeah, let, let it go. go. Let it go. <laughs> uh, now, of course, we are on the eve of the second test yes. starting in Adelaide tomorrow morning. Uh, mm, the bring it on. Cannot wait. I'm going to get your take uh, in a little while, uh, Matty Hayden, on what, who you think will win and how it will play out. Obviously, uh, a day early, but still, we want to do it. Before mm. then, though, I, I've read today the story, and look, and it's been a common factor around cricket that we've had, or many sports, mm. that mm. we've had international coaches. So, you know, yeah. Australian coaches have coached overseas and vice versa. So we've stuff. just had, you know, Mickey Arthur's that just was left. Yeah, yeah. That worked really well Probably for us. Cooling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Robbie Coach, Dean's yeah. in, uh, in rugby. So it's, it's all been happening. But I note today, and just for me, it just grates a little bit where we are in this test series. This is so important for Australia. Uh, it's the Ashes, mm. the redemption mm. after what's gone on. Lost three straight series. The English, mm. yeah, they're trying to go, they go for their fourth. We're one nil up. 
we head to Adelaide and Graham Swan, the English spinner and bloke who stays out at uh, that nightclub in... Uh, Swan, <laughs> Swan will tear yep. you apart. He has sought the counsel and expertise of spin uh, Australian spin great Ashley Mallet. You're fired up about this, guys, well, aren't well, you? I don't, why should Ashley Mallet... A terrific mm. bloke, and he's helped yep. our spinners. But on the eve of this test match, Graham Swan is struggling. We want to take him apart. It's mm. important that we don't get him back into form. Mm. Why should Ashley Mallet be giving Graham Swan tips? Well, maybe he's not giving him necessarily tips on cricket. He could be talking about life in general. He might be, you know, talking about the viticulture and the region of Adelaide. Who well, knows what he's talking about? Well, I, if there's a better nightclub than Zhivago's, that <laughs> kind of stuff. <laughs> Look, I got helped by a lot of people right across my uh, career, and they weren't always Australians. So, like who? Well, someone like Alan Lamb, for example, Marvelous. who was a fantastic cricketer. I loved the way he, went, he actually played for England, and, and he was another South, South African, African, so mm-hmm. long history of that. Most but, successful Englishman at the time against the, the feared West Indian tack. Well, remember that innings he played uh, in the World Cup mm. over in Perth. That was yep. just sensational, and, and that was against Australia. Yep. Um, but, you know, he'd take me aside. He was at Northampton when I was captain up there for a couple of years, and We'd go fly fishing together and we had some really great mates uh, that we'd go up north to um, a little town called Fockaba where we'd uh, fish Glad on the River Spay. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say, that when, say, say, say that when you're Graham's uh, swanny <laughs> at... Uh... that the next test spelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'd go fishing up there together and we'd talk about life. Like, it wasn't necessarily about cricket, but you know, it was just cool to have those kind of older heads in the game. When you finish playing, yeah. They're the memories that you actually have. Yeah. So, And you uh, see it as putting back into the game as well, Haydos, don't you? Well, I do. I mean, a bit like what you were saying yesterday, Boz, about you know having to receive um, some sort of compliment. You're allowed to say thank you. Yeah. So as an ex-cricketer, going back and helping someone makes you feel good. Good, yeah. But is there not a timing issue? Just for example, and look, and I'm just putting... No, I'm not arguing with you, actually. Yeah, I'm putting a hypothetical to you. Just say they go to the net today. They're in the nets today. Mm. Ashley Mallet, who, you know, was a great servant uh, of, of spin mm. for Australia and continues to be. Mm. Say he just has one look. Graham Swan bowls an over. And he mm. goes, hey, Swanee, I just noticed yeah, something. have you noticed? Yeah, yeah. And, and suddenly he goes, you know what? And it clicks. Mm. And he comes out and takes... Bag. Maybe it's actually a bad sign for Australia because someone like Swan, who's an excellent bowler and has been for a long period of time, he's actually asking all the right questions yeah. of a, of someone in those conditions. So it's probably one of those things that we're took, we're getting distracted about the sledging and the nights out and all that kind of caper, but. Someone like Swan's going, you know what, I want to get better in this country. Yeah. So let's ask the right questions to the right was people. It, was it 2005, Matty, when they had uh, Troy Cooley, was it, the bowling coach? Yeah, Trucko Cooley was, yeah. um, there's another interesting uh, word, mm. yeah. Trucko Cooley, he, he was a uh, bowling coach for England mm. um, during that period and, and did wonderful work, yeah. so much so, in fact, that Australian cricket then recruited our own back off him yeah. um, to, to now you know be a part of the squad. And he's also a part of the academy. So, you know, it, it does happen. I mean, the game, you have to share your knowledge in the game. There's only, there's only so many people that can get involved in it. And if you're asked and you're the man of the hour and you want to contribute back, Warney often used to do it. Lily used to do it. McGrath's over at uh, MRF Factory in, mm. uh, in India and he's helping fast bowlers across the, the world. I think it's good. Yeah, okay. it probably is. <coughs> I'm just a bad man and I want to win <laughs> so badly. Australia's picked the same 11. I'm going to get to uh, Matty Hayden in the next hour. Who wins and why? On the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. 
In a KFC summer session exclusive, Mark Bosnich reads Kanye West's... Yo, what's up? This is Kanye. ...most arrogant quotes. My greatest pain in life is that I'll never be able to see myself perform live. This is Mark Bosnich. The KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden, Tony Squires with you across summer, just talking all things sport, all things, uh, well, anything really that pops into our head. You may have heard, and I, I just have to backtrack a little, uh, Boz, yes, because your um, just brilliant readings of uh, Kanye West's tweets. It's Kane. You actually, <laughs> now, you, you say that uh, as if it's a joke, but that's what you really think, I isn't really it? I truly believe it. Just yeah. like I believe I spelt encyclopedia right, and yeah. I'll be taking He's that to the stewards later on. Let go, let go. I, I was better than me. I didn't even know his name before the start of the program. Didn't know Kanye West existed? Had no idea who he was. Kim Kardashian, you've never heard of her? No. Oh, I've heard of her, yeah. Heard of their, 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 a rapper. Their beautiful child, North, Northwest. Just such a great name, isn't it? <laughs> such a great name. Northwest, Prime yeah. Meridian. But Bozer in the meeting was actually saying, we're going, oh, no, I've never heard of Kanye West. And he says, oh, Kane. Yeah. Oh, Kane West. Well, Kane this actually, West. it's actually Kanye West. My great, one you just uh, gave to us, which I think is sensational, my greatest pain in life is that I will never be able to see myself perform oh, live. It's oh, a phenomenal. Seriously. Show. That, yeah. So it does. That screams the boss. <laughs> that screams the boss. Do you no, at some point wish that you'd been sitting, you know, in, no. the, in the crowd I'm one of watching them. your Don't, efforts? You know when you listen to your own voice on an answering service or you, you see yourself uh, in a photo or something? I cringe. Do uh, you? I, yeah, I might make out that I'm different, but deep down I cringe. Not even at the peak of your performances <laughs> in gold. In awe of himself. Yeah. Nah. Greg Norman style. Nah. <laughs> I was in awe of myself. I was, I was actually Tiger above Woods. myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Floating in the abyss. Nah. <laughs> I might give out that, but no, deep down, no, I cringe a bit. Like, especially when I listen to my voice or I see something, people go, oh, look at this and whatever, and go, oh, oh wow. Really? Yeah, leave like, that for others to do, mate. No, okay. It seems bizarre that you would be in, uh, you know, scared of your own voice. I'm still not ha- happy about it. Because you use it quite willingly. No. Uh, uh, in the next hour, plenty to come, including what band was it? What major mega band did Matthew Hayden get on stage and sing with? Oh. Ahead on the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session.